What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Let's go. Hey friends, Megan here. Have you ever had a day where you're just like, everything is working out awesome and like just everything's flowing. You're super pumped. Things are going amazing and you're just being crazy productive. That is my day today and it did not start that way, but I had such a good call with this guy who's going to show up later um, named Rob. We recorded this podcast interview and it's so good. Dude, it's so... <sighs> I can't wait for you to hear it and I can't wait to talk to you and have... I don't know, like, I'm just like giddy. I'm so giddy about that call and how awesome this day has been and how I have just felt like I've been killing it since I started very late today. <laughs> but I started and that's what matters. So before we get into the monthly topic with the people who you're going to be hearing with, the people who you're going to be hearing from, Megan can talk, I swear, later this month, I want to talk about personal branding and is it as important as it used to be? So if you're not aware, personal branding is essentially the, let's say the, like the public facing side of you. And if you are an entrepreneur where you're like me and your name is behind it, then that's incredibly important. But it's also important for people who have brands or businesses that are not them. Like when I had Metropolis Soap Company, Metropolis was its own brand. But as someone who was running it and involved in it in a critical way, it was important that my brand, the Megan brand, was polished. Well, not polished, but that it was considered, I guess I should say. And I think that now more than ever, making sure that your personal branding is just tip top and killer is so important because no matter if you're the brand or something else is the brand, people buy from people now more than ever. It's think about the research that you've done or what has made you I don't know, invest in a coach, buy a course or, you know, influencers, like think about influencers and putting their audience up as 
fought, not fodder, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Like the weight of their audience because of what they recommend is so um, precious to companies who want to do sponsorships and things like that. So I feel like now more than ever, it's incredibly important to consider what your personal branding is and how to optimize it and how to make it better, not only for you, but for the company and the most important part, in my opinion, as a nerdy marketer is making sure that your branding, your personal branding is hitting the right people and it's making them understand who you are. It's getting them through that no like and trust funnel so that they learn about you, they realize how fucking awesome you are, and then they buy from you because not only are you fucking awesome, but you're the one who's solving their problems and you're doing it in the most fucking awesome way. And that's why I think it's important to consider what your public facing side looks like and how to optimize it. So I want to give you a couple of tips that I've given my marketing clients that I just want to say like they come up often enough that it makes me think like, okay, this is a trope, if you want to call it that. Just because my day has been killing it and I'm all giddy doesn't mean I actually know what to talk about or what I'm saying. So you're just going to have to, you know, you've, this is not new for you, I'm sure, if you've heard this podcast before. So let's just all chuckle at Megan's idiocy and move on. <laughs> so here's the first thing that I think is super important when it comes to having a powerful personal brand, and that is drawing a line in the sand. What I mean by that is you can't be wishy-washy about everything. You can't try and please everybody. You've got to pick a side on something and live that truth and be that person. You know, it doesn't have to be controversial about politics if you don't want it to, though that is just becoming more and more prevalent in this world. Um, it, it has to be about something in your industry that could be seen as controversial or how do I want to put it? something that will make people say, nah, or yeah, totally. So just to give you an example for me, my line in the sand is you do not need to be everywhere. And I have fought like not fisticuffs, but gotten into heated professional conversations when I was a director of marketing and communications about what platforms our business would be on when I worked for corporate and what platforms it would not be on. And my arguing for why I wouldn't want it everywhere. People were not happy with my loud professional arguments, but I was the director of marketing communications. I was the only one running the business, that shop, that department, I guess you want to say. So my final say went, but that was my line in the sand. We do not need to be everywhere. Your business does not need to be everywhere. It needs to be where it is most effective. If you are not, this is getting into my little, <laughs> this is getting into my line in the sand, but if you are not, a visual company, you don't need to be on Instagram. If you cannot deliver consistent visual content, don't be on a platform that is all visual content. Be where you're most effective. That's my line in the sand. I've had arguments about it. Some people think it's true. Some people think it's not true. That's fine. My line in the sand is be where you are effective. Don't be a buckshot. Be a sniper. 
The second thing I think that is critical to being a powerful personal brand is having a unique perspective. And what I mean by that is allowing yourself to have your personality and you don't have to be someone else's personality. You have to be yours. You have to be your own. And when you hear me talking to you on this podcast, or if I'm interviewing somebody on this podcast, if you've seen me on YouTube or Instagram or things like that, you've seen me, you know that there's a way that I speak and there's a way that I move my hands when I speak, which I'm doing right now, even though you can't see it. I'm a hand talker. The way that I do what I do is what propels my brand to success or decline, depends on your perspective of it. But me being myself and not trying to be somebody else, not trying to emulate another person is the thing that keeps me going as a full-time self-employed advanced digital marketing strategist. Hey guys, Megan here. How are your conversions doing? Are they maybe a little won't won't? I am here to help you with this exclusive free training about two phrases you can use that just boost your conversions like kapow. But there's a catch. It's totally free, but you have to get it in my Facebook group. That's the only place it's available. So to join Join my Facebook group. No. <laughs> Joining my Facebook group is totally free. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Megan Brame. Once you join, you'll be able to get access to the training that shows you two stupidly simple phrases you can use to add oomph to your conversions in your marketing. It's going to blow your mind. And I am so excited for you to check it out. Again, facebook.com slash groups slash Megan Brame. I'll see you in there. I can't be... I don't know, Melissa Griffin or um, the, the content bug, Caitlin, um, I'm sorry, I know her name and I can't think of it right now. Like I can't be these people and I can't try to be these people because that's not natural for me. And I feel like when you try to be somebody else who you try to emulate someone else's success, it never works out the way you think it's going to work out. It actually works to your detriment because that person that brand, that whatever that you're trying to emulate has a loyal following and you are not bringing anything new to the table to get them to come to you if you're just trying to emulate somebody else. So be who you are and embrace that as a feature and not a bug because that is the thing that keeps people ride or die with you. That is the thing that just, you know that I have a very strange vernacular and that I like to swear. That's just who I am. I can't apologize for it. I could apologize for it, but I'm not going to stop being who I am. And neither should you. Lean into that and love that because that is what makes your branding, your business, your empire so powerful. Next, have a consistent message. So don't talk about both sides of things. I guess this kind of goes back to a line in the sand, but make sure that when you're talking about whatever you want to talk about, whatever your platform is, the unique perspective that you take, your USP, your unique selling proposition, whatever that is, go hard on that and make sure that whatever you're doing complements that. 
don't try and be, don't try and be the social media expert, be the LinkedIn expert, be the LinkedIn post expert, be the LinkedIn video post expert, niche down and talk about that. But if you feel like I can't talk about LinkedIn video posts for the rest of my life, I'll kill myself and Megan, I'll probably come after you and kill you. (laughs) Not saying be consistent forever, but make sure that what you're talking about flows into something else. So when you start a business and you niche down into whatever you're niching down to, let's stick with this and say linked, you're becoming the LinkedIn video post expert. You're talking about that, how to create one, how to edit one, how to optimize one, how to engage, how to market it, blah, 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 blah. Once you do that, you feel like you've exhausted everything there is to know about LinkedIn video posting. Then you start expanding into, you can either go towards, I was going to say you could go towards like Instagram video posting, but, or IGTV, like expanding to another platform. But I feel like it's probably actually better that you stick to LinkedIn. So you go to uh, LinkedIn engagement and how to engage with people that you don't know how to engage with people you do know how to get recommendations on LinkedIn, you begin to create this flow, so that you're taking people through a journey of one very small thing that is on LinkedIn, to a little bit more about LinkedIn, to a lot about LinkedIn, to you are the LinkedIn expert. When you have that consistent message of, I am the authority in this space, this space is small right now, because it's about LinkedIn video posting. But it's about LinkedIn video posting, because that's what you were you the person that I'm targeting, were most interested in finding out about. And now you're following me on this journey to optimize your LinkedIn profile. And here's this course that I have, or whatever my selling thing is. This all flows in such a way that it makes sense. And it makes it's a natural transition. And that's what your consistent message delivers. So don't feel like you have to be the person who knows everything there is to know about Instagram, or the person who knows everything there is to know about skincare, you have to be the person who knows a lot about organic, vegan, sustainable skincare recipes, or the person who knows a ton about auto scheduling IGTV to your account. That's what you need to know. And once you completely exhaust that um, vertical, then you expand and it makes sense for your followers. I hope that helps. The last part is, and I feel like this is something that a lot of us struggle with, myself included. It's an ability to be wrong. And I found that if you recall back in June 2020, there was a very big reckoning for white influencers and white content creators that were excluding um, people of color, either in their messaging, or they were doing just they even if they weren't being intentionally exclusionary, their messaging ended up excluding people of color. And there was a reckoning for that. 
And what was most interesting to me were the people who doubled down on their inability to, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be PC. I'm trying to actually think about the words that I'm trying to say. So it, they were trying, they were doubling down on you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not being exclusionary. I'm being inclusive. You just don't see that. And that was so fascinating to me as a marketer and just as a person who's a nerd that these people were so unwilling to listen to what was being said to them specifically that they doubled down on their hatred even though they had no idea they were doubling down. They weren't able to say, I hear you, I am wrong, thank you, or I hear you, I'm wrong, I'm going to be better. The I hear you, I was wrong was missing on the biggest influencers accounts. There were some who were very good with it and I give them all the credit in the world. There were some who sucked hard at it and they had to like close down comments and, you know, go into hiding for a couple of weeks. And when all you had to do, if you were that person was just say, I'm listening. You're telling me things that I wasn't right with. I didn't know I wasn't right at the time. I'm going to be better. I'm going to try better. I'm going to try different things. The people who were able to do that got so much of a better benefit through this Black Lives Matter movement, even if they weren't Black or a person of color, because they were able to say, your point matters. I am not infallible. I am going to learn how to live in this world with you and make sure that you are included. And that's what you need to do as a good marketer, you need to say that you are an authentic person who has faults, who has shitty moments, who stumbles, and you're learning and you're trying and you want to be better and you're going to help people be better too. That's whatever your business is. Your business is here to solve a problem for someone, whether it's skincare, um, clothing, paint, artistry, knitting, coaching, whatever, you solve a problem for someone. And for you as a personal brand to say, I am an authentic person. I am not in an ivory tower. I am fallible. I stumble. I fall. I need you to help me pick. I need help being picked up, but I will be picked up. I will pick myself up. Thank you. I'm wrong. I'm wrong and I'm learning. And dude, once you are able to handle these four points and embrace them into just a daily mindset of I'm awesome. I have my own ideals. I have my own ways of doing things. I have a line in the sand on what I will do and what I will not do. And I'm learning and I will keep learning and I will keep you on this journey with me. That is so powerful. And that is what I teach my people, my marketing clients, when they want to create a powerful personal brand. And that's what I want you to do too. So 
I hope that was helpful. I really, really want you to take this episode in and think about the different ways that you can use these four points to your advantage. Now, the rest of the month, like I said, I was stupidly, stupidly giddy today talking to Rob, who you're going to hear later on this month. Rob is from TubeBuddy and he's going to talk to you about how to create a baller YouTube account and how to get those first thousand subscribers. You're also going to hear from Jenny Wright. She's going to tell you how to build an amazing mailing list, how to do summits, whether you want to run one or be in one. And you're going to hear from Tracy Lamori. She is a PR goddess and oh my God, the amount of energy she has in this interview is just like, she's going to blow your mind with how much enthusiasm and love she has for PR and for being a publicist. And all of these things going together are going to help you create the most amazing personal brand you can. Whether I said, whether it's your name behind it or not, these three interviews you're going to hear going forward over this month are just going to help you. Oh my God, skyrocket. All of these made me so excited and I am so excited for you to hear them. I can't wait. I hope you love them too. I will talk to you next week. Me and Tracy Lamori, we're going to be talking about publicist and PR and I'll talk to you then. Hey guys, one more thing before you go, could you do me a favor and leave a review of this episode? It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it. On the next episode, marketing budget, any kind of marketing budget, for example, put it aside for a month and see if you can... Most most PR the problem is most PR companies. I don't maybe in COVID they might be a little cooler, but normally the big PR companies are three thousand a month, three months minimum. That's the way they work. That's the way they start, like a lawyer, you know. And it's it's even you know even for all of us whose businesses are doing okay, we're just little businesses where that's a big investment, you know.